Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and your family to check us out and connect with us on social media and join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right. So, Michael, what are we talking about today? Well, well, welcome back. Welcome back. Today we are talking about fighting in a relationship. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. For some of y'all, some of y'all don't fight in a relationship. I've heard a couple say that they never fought in a relationship. They lying. I don't know if that's possible. I ain't. I don't see how you do that. You have two different people, mm-hmm. two different mindsets, mm-hmm. and y'all don't argue about nothing? Yeah. Well, maybe they meant like they might disagree, but they don't to blows or anything i don't know i don't know how that's possible i don't know i don't know so you know for some of y'all that you know what they have never really fought with your partner and i'm not talking about anything physical but just having a disagreement misunderstanding well you know you get like hot under the collar yeah we call that like you know hotter than fish grease we don't call it you call it well, hotter I know. Than fish grease i actually never heard that term it's a country thing it's a country it's a country thing for sure you know you know everybody say burning hey boy boy he burning he hot I said, I've heard, you know, I'm seeing red because I see red a lot. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I've, I've heard that one. So, but I don't know how you can have a, a functional relationship and never have a disagreement. It may be possible. I'm just saying, I, we ain't never experienced it because we have we disagreements, sure right? Yeah. You different. I'm different. We don't always agree. I think that's most people. I think most people, you know, you come into the relationship and we've talked about this before on the show where you're coming into the relationship with two different perspectives, different backgrounds. And you're, you're merging, you're becoming one. So there are things that you have to work out. Like who does what are there gender roles? Are there, um, different skill sets that your partner might be better at than you are that you want them to take over? You know, they're just different. There are different life circumstances. So I just don't know how that's possible. So what I'm hearing you saying, there are going to be disagreements. We can almost expect that when you get that close to somebody, you're married, you're in a close serious relationship, you're going to disagree on some stuff. Yeah. So we got to be able to learn how to deal with it, right? Yeah. And be honest about it. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. So I don't I don't think many people like to say that that's part of it, but that's part of it. If you want to have a healthy relationship, you should you should not bury. Because I think what might happen is that people bury how they really feel, especially mm-hmm. before you get married. Right. Um, because you don't, you know, you don't, you kind of want it to be pleasant and happy. And you say, well, we'll deal with this later. And then the later... Mm-hmm comes and it's not it's not pretty because you've never spoken up about that before so i i and i've said this before the earlier the better some people hold stuff in so i'm hearing somebody hold it in for a minute and then they like all of a sudden yeah it's a bigger issue because they never deal with it early on and and depending on when too if it's like something comes up you've sent out your invitations for the wedding and something comes up that y'all haven't talked about like oh my gosh do i have to call off the wedding you might not have to you might just really need to have a serious conversation does this mean he's not the one it might not mean that he's not the one. It might mean you just need to have a talk. It might mean it, but I'm just saying, you know, you might need to have some real serious dialogues about some things. And I, I think it's, I think those are important. It's not, That's don't real. ignore That's it. real. That's real. No, no matter when it comes up, married, not married, seriously dating, engaged, talk about it. That's so real. So real. All right. So here's the question. Are there things that you just should not fight over? Just not worth it. 
for me, I think there's things that you shouldn't have. I think some things can be so small that you got to look over. Small That's is just relative. It is relative. Okay. But I think that could be a perspective that someone could have, like for, my, for myself. You know what? If you leave your shoes by the front door and I don't like that, should I fight you over that, though? But should you say something? I, there's nothing wrong with saying something. Okay, so let's let's go there then. What is the difference between saying something? Because somebody might be like, oh, that's so petty. That's so that's so childish. Right. Or is that like a boundary? Like, hey, this is important to me. Please don't leave your shoes at the front door. Is that worth multiple conversations or quote unquote a fight? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think what you're saying or asking is that, okay, is it worth multiple conversations? I don't think there's wrong with having a conversation about something that, you know what, that you may seem small or some other person may seem as, as small as not as big a deal as you. But do you ever escalate to that next level where like, okay, you know what, now I'm like, I'm mad for like 15, 20 minutes a whole day because you left your shoes by the front door. But couldn't that depend on their reaction? Like if you say, hey, babe, I really, you know, I know it might not seem like a big deal to you, but man, when you put your shoes in the front door, it bothers me. And if I were like, boy, they just shoes. Just get over it. Move the shoes into the closet. They'll be fine. Now, now, if they say that on the first time, then that's a problem. I mean, but like, they may be react. like, hold on, man, I just got home. I'm chilling. I want to relax. I had a hard day. And you own me about taking my shoes off at the front door. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? So it could be like, if, if it's like the 15th time in a week that you kind of like, hey, you bugging this Wait, was this one of our problems? Hey, I think hey, this hey, was a problem. Hey, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe think, so. Okay, so I'm just actually <laughs> recalling. So I, I believe I, I, this actually happened in our relationship, and I'm just remembering. But um, I was pregnant at the time, and Michael would take off his shoes and leave them like right in front of where they're supposed to I'm go. I'm home, y'all. I'm getting and, comfortable. Okay, well, there's a closet. I have a closet where you can put your shoes when you come in before you go on the carpet. And he would take off his shoes where... Yeah, I appreciate it. He didn't go on the carpet with them because that's just something for me. Not everybody has that, but just me. And But he would leave them right there. And, you know, when you're pregnant, ladies, sometimes we get there and we just can't see our feet. And that's just the truth. And I would, like, and I'm not a tall person, so it's not like I have a lot of distance from the ground. So I would um, often kind of kick them. I wouldn't trip over them. So it wasn't anything really dramatic. But I used to just really get frustrated because I would say, man, like literally the closet is right here and he wouldn't, why wouldn't you put your shoes in the closet? I didn't realize at the time that it was a safety hazard. So if it weren't a safety hazard, you would have been like, it wasn't a safety hazard. You're right. I guess, you know, I feel you on that. I I, could have, I was trying to understand the idea of somebody coming home and not being able to get comfortable. It was me getting comfortable. You felt like you weren't getting comfortable. That's that's how I felt. Hmm, That's interesting. I wonder if anybody out there, has dealt with that where it's like, okay, this person, my partner has these rules because you probably saw it as a rule. It has these rules. Mm-hmm. And when I come home, I just want to be home. This is what I'm used to. This is what I'm accustomed to, you know, and I truth it, truth for Tristan. Maybe that is sec- that's be a segment one day, but truth for right. Tristan is I have a lot of different, I have a lot of rules. I just do. I don't, mm-hmm. when you come in the house, you wash your hands. Don't be digging around in the refrigerator without, you know, just don't be going to get stuff. And, you know, we have my, my husband has like a lot of nephews and mentees and stuff. And, you know, they can come in and from basketball or something, not wash their hands, go straight to the fridge. That's a rule. That's a no. 
Yeah, but see, I think you touching on like a, a hygiene to again a safety thing, right? Because you don't want dirt and stuff coming in from everywhere. But I think you got the line got to be drawn somewhere. But like saying, okay, is it just a rule? Is it a safety thing or just a preference? And mm-hmm. do I really want to like escalate that to like you That's know what? Point. I'm making somebody uncomfortable, I'm, or I'm getting I'm getting myself getting mad about it because they're doing something I really don't really vibe with. So you think that there are just only a few things that are you know, not really worth fighting over. I mean, I think really, I think what you just said earlier is that, you know what, you can actually probably escalate anything to like an argument, particularly because you may not understand, you may not understand the background that that person may be coming from or why they feel that way about it. Right. They may have a, a family background that kind of, you know, Hey, this is, this is what we did. And it's really important for them. You may not realize it. Mm-hmm. And other people may just be like, okay, it's just them. And they trying to like, you know, they got like a little preference about certain stuff and they yeah. kind of blame me like, Hey, well, this is something I like. Will you please do it too? Now I don't think that type of stuff. I don't know. You should fight over that. Hmm. Okay. So if you really like sweet potato pie. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I come in and, you know, I see some sweet potato pie Mm. in my house. We just eat the pie. It's in the refrigerator. It's it's fair game. Come on. So I eat the pie. Even the thought of that. you. I'm I'm not liking it. I know. I see. I can see it in your face. You look disturbed, but I eat the pie. And then you say, hold on. Now, would you get upset if I was like, oh, the pie was in the fridge? Hey, you touching something real sensitive yeah, right now. I love sweet potato pie. I'm just, only man. Some, only his mom. Man, man. man. Yeah, start that's true. On, only my mom for real, though. He's not going yeah. to eat them. Me and my mom. Ooh, okay. But like like you were asking, so if you ate the sweet potato pie mm-hmm. and I didn't, you know what I mean? You didn't realize that, though, that's my favorite, this, that, and the other. I'm kind of waiting to get home to kind of cut a slice. You did hide the pie one time from me, man. You and Morgan did that. I did. That's her daughter. Morgan. Um, I can't. I was hot about that, but anyway. So yeah. So if you <laughs> ate my pie, though, at first I'll be like, okay, maybe they didn't know, right? Because I don't mind sharing, but you yeah. can't have the whole thing. If it's the last slice, I rather somebody like, at least call me up, say, hey, I'm not gonna call you. Hey, yeah, call me up. Hey, it's the last pie. slice. You know, you mind if I eat it? Because you know it's my favorite. If it's your favorite, I would do that for you. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm saying I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't eat the last I, slice. Right. My favorite. Yeah, that's that's inconsiderate. So please, y'all don't do that. Yeah. And don't, and also don't, if it's a normal size slice, let me just put this out there as we move forward. Don't make it like a sliver and say, I left you some. It doesn't matter if it's pie, (laughs) cake, like a spoon of ice cream, a gulp of juice. Just, just don't do that. That makes it worse. Right. Right. In my opinion. So I think there are a couple things that we could attribute to small versus large things to disagree with. I think possibly the, the time period. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting in a relationship and you're, you know, 30 and over, you've probably formed some habits that you are very comfortable with. And those are things that I think are worth discussion. But I think both partners have to understand, you know, this person has spent the greater part of their life thus far without me. Right. And they've come to this position without me. Right. So there are some things that they bring to it that I might need to partner with. And that's going to be in a lot of different areas. That's going to be from how one partner manages money to children, to how they keep their house, to how they do their laundry. There's just a lot of different things to, to consider particularly. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen if you're under 30, but definitely 30 thirties and over mm-hmm. you've, you've formulated some things. Okay. True enough, true enough. So I think that's one thing. Um, I also think that as you're moving through, um, your space and your time in within the relationship and the context of other people. So that all to say, like if there are other people that are often engaged, like um, 
depending again on how old you are or your parents are, if you have children, um, that's another aspect. Like I've said before, and you guys know, we're a blended family. So when we came into our marriage, we had to consider not just how we managed our space, but the kids, how they see the space, how they see um, all of us becoming a unit. Right. So I think that that's, that's one thing that we should, we should definitely consider when we're talking about what is a major and what is a minor thing to fight over. So we, I know I want to hear from you guys. Make sure that you contact us, info at fusemarriages.com. You can email us and let us know what have you fought over, how did you get over it? Was it worth it? Was it a boundary that was being crossed? Or was it just, you know, a conversation that needed to be had? Or was it something you really just had to let go? Because some right. stuff you just end up letting go. You know what I mean? So true, so true. So you were talking, we talked about some minor things, right? Where we're talking about the pie and the shoes. But I got some major things, at least the kind I want, Tristan, I want you to ask you about. Mm-mm. It's a few. Okay. So let's say there is a family issue. Mm-hmm. Extended family. You got your in-laws. Sister-in-law, mother-in-law, brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Is uncle-in-law, is that, that like a real? I don't know if that's real. Uncle-in-law? Yeah, I think they just become uncle. Okay, you maybe know, uncle, well, the uncle on the other side that ain't yours, real by blood, that okay. uncle. Okay, that one. All right. He say something crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. What happens when there's a family issue, extended family issue, uh-huh. and y'all are fighting about it, at least arguing, trying to figure out, okay, you know, Let's say your mother-in-law, you know what, she took your kids to get some ice cream and you told them don't take them, but they took them anyway. Mm-hmm. Whose responsibility Ooh. is that to address with your family? That fight is going on between y'all two, but somebody got to address it with your family. Now that's real talk. So, ooh, that can be anything from ice cream to something more major than that. So my position is that who's ever biologically related mm-hmm. needs to not just like, oh man, it's not, don't dismiss it. Because what that does is that makes your partner feel like their perspective or their feelings aren't valuable. Mm-hmm. So who's ever biologically related needs to talk to that family member okay. and let them know, Hey, this is a boundary that cannot be crossed. And it doesn't have to be said super abrasively, but it does have to be said if, right. if, you know, if your if my mother in law took my kid out after I said couldn't have ice cream, and I said Michael, your mom took took you know our kid out, and I said they couldn't have ice cream, and she took her out anyway. My expectation of you would be like, all right, let me talk to her. You don't have to be like, mom, why you do that? You know, you know that you don't have to be like, hey, mom, you know, Tristan said she couldn't have ice cream. Maybe she didn't really know, and if she did, oh, you know, I didn't think it was gonna be, yeah. Yeah, just run it by, just run it by us the next time. I think that's hard though, right? Because I mean, sometimes people, some people are soft on their family, right? They kind of like I say soft and like they have a hard time like approaching them with an issue. Yeah. Particularly when it's pertaining to their their spouse or significant other, mm-hmm. and like having to address that, like I said, the ice cream issue. It could be something different than that, whatever it is. Oh, but sure. like, it's just difficult for that person sometimes to step out and say, "Hey, you know what, mom, dad, cousin, brother, whoever, hey, there's a line here." And it's almost like they're defining, trying to define themselves again with that particular person. Mm-hmm. And they're really trying to do that on the fly because the issue just came up, right? They didn't ask for the issue. They didn't know the issue was going to happen. But now they're trying to, like, redefine themselves of how they're going to have to set a boundary, which is a key word, right? We kind of, mm-hmm. we've been talking about for ever since we've been married about setting that boundary of what the relationship looks like now. Yeah. and But I still think it's an important dialogue. And I think both partners have to be mature enough to understand timing um, because, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, you need to go tell her right now, da, 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 but it does need to be said. Right. And it can't, and, and that time is such a sensitive 
sensitive issue because it can't take so long that it's no longer effective. It can't be weeks later and sometimes not even days later. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also kind of depends on how often you interact. If, if my mother-in-law lives eight hours away and we're only going to see them ever so often, right. um, I don't know that it has to be addressed in that moment, but it does need to be addressed it's specifically before the next time that we see each other. And it, and again, it's the biologically related child. And I think that there has to be um, a mutual respect for how the other person, well, I didn't see it. That's not okay. Well, I didn't, I, no, she wouldn't do that. That's not okay. Right. You know, like, I, well, I've never heard that's not okay. Nobody's ever said that's not okay. Right. I think it just has to be, hey, you know, your sister did this to me and I, I really didn't like that. So that the you're in doing that, you're protecting your partner. You're saying, okay, not only do I have you, but they're going to look at me. They might think, oh, well, she set him up or he set, you know, he set my daughter up to say that to me or whatever. They might think that, but the sanctity of your relationship is still intact. Real talk. So Real talk. that's, that's how I would view that. So, so we've kind of talked about some of the things that are not, you know, you don't have to fight over some things and having discussion really is a big piece of it. Kind of talking about, Hey, I really don't like this. And some of this could be cultural too. Like, Hey, do you True. take your shoes off here? Where are you from? How does your family do things? Cause people on the East coast, I lived on the East coast, do things a lot different than different people strokes. on the West coast and people different in the folks. South. So different strokes, different folks. So having those discussions and understanding and then being observant, like when you go visit their family, how do they do things? How did, how do they, do they clean up after they eat or do they put their f- dishes in the dishwasher and come back for them later or what, what happens? Does the, the mom traditionally clean off the table or the dad traditionally clean off the table? Just observing those things so that you can have real intimate conversation. Hey, I noticed on Saturday morning your, your dad goes out golfing. Does he do that all the time? Yeah, he goes out golfing, you know, every, right, every month, right, once right. a month. Okay. Is that something that you mind? I don't, really, I don't golf. I, da, 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 I play basketball. Or I go out on Saturday morning. I like to whatever. So then you're able to really like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't think I have a problem with that. I grew up seeing that where every Saturday morning he mows the lawn or whatever it is. So it creates a depth of relationship when you're observant. That's good. So we really still want to hear from you guys. Have you guys experienced anything like this? Woody, what are your thoughts? Email us info at fusedmarriages.com. Okay, so here's a question. What rules? Now, this could go somewhere. Okay. So what rules do you have? When fighting, what are the rules? You know what I mean? Like, um, what are the parameters of this fight? What can we do? What can we not do? So I guess when I'm fighting mm-hmm. or arguing upset or, or disagreeing yeah. or might not arguing, like that word, but that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, fighting, we're using fighting very loosely here. We're not talking about anything physical, just no. to make sure everybody, everybody's clear on that. Because when we get to that point, that's a whole different, different issue there. A whole different issue. But whenever we're having a disagreement, it's like, I guess I try to keep rules, right? But when you get mad, it's sometimes it's like, you know, some things might come out that, like, you know, you can't take back. That's what, that's the, yeah. the you know, the seriousness of it, right? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, cussing. That's mm-hmm. one thing, you know what? Hey, I try to, like, ooh, keep that out of the conversation. Yeah, shut down. Yeah, because, like, yeah, that, that right there. Because, like, once you start using them type of words, it's like, all of a sudden now, that person, like, it ain't about what you're saying. It's about them words on what you call me. <laughs> what you <laughs> you're no longer listening to right you go, yeah. go shut off in a minute mm-hmm. you gonna need like i need to hold on hold on hold on hold on now you're talking about nah mm-hmm. and so. that's and that's us so i i think i want to know from y'all that are listening do you have those turn off words like 
everything after this is shut down. Because it also depends on the environment. If you grew up around a lot of people you never heard, nobody ever curses, nobody ever raises their voice, that right. to you is going to be extremely abrasive. But if you grew up around it, could be like, normal. Yeah, it's like, all right, we use that just like, what's the big deal? You yeah. know, that might not be the Good shutdown. Or point. you might have keywords like, okay, well, this word doesn't bother me. But if you say this one, if you call me out of my name, that's the end. You know, those right. sorts of things. Right. Or do you, uh, you know, do you break things? I personally do not believe in breaking my own stuff. I really like my things. So when I, I'm not a big shopper, but when I shop, I like what I buy and I do. I don't want it ever messed up. So I'm not going to break my stuff. But I do know people that will like throw things. It might not even be, it might not be glass, but it might be like pillows or something or clothes. Right. You know? Right. So I know as you talking about breaking things, I was talking to this guy probably about a year ago. Um, and he would say, you know, him and his, his woman would get in, in an argument about different stuff, whatever it could be mm -hmm. money, could be kids, could be whatever it is going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, every time they get in an argument, he would go to the garage and punch his wall. Right. His own wall, his own wall. Hmm. And he would say he would spend every Sunday fixing it. But that was how he kind of like, you know what I mean? I guess mm -hmm. in his mind, de-escalate the situation. But then he has to fix it every I, weekend. But then you know what? I think maybe the time on Sunday was like, you and know, his down me his property value. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's his me time. I'm kind of like, okay, you know what? It's just me out here. See, I couldn't do that. It. I'd be, I, I, it I'd be replastering and I'd be upset. <laughs> I'd be like, see, this was because it'd be a whole new fight every Sunday. But I'd be I, upset about all that. But his, but his woman, they, his wife, had they had, they had an agreement. That was like, okay, that was cool for them. You know what and I mean? He needs a punching bag. She needs to get him a punching bag. But he wouldn't have nothing to fix though on Sunday. He needs Sunday. I guess he made two days to kind of like Can't Saturday. Can he like work on a car or something? Build a treehouse? Hey, I don't know. I don't know about punching the walls. That's me. It's like, funny, but I mean, people they mean, do stuff like that. I can't. I'd be upset driving in and out of that garage every week. Yeah, I can't break my own stuff now. Punch holes in the yeah, walls. That's I like, that. ooh. I you need to go to the gym, sir. Go to the gym. They got equipment. But, like, you know what? If if we in an argument and then, like, you broke my stuff, like, yeah. now the conversation over with. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever you were up, upset about and we were talking about and my stuff get broken and you break it on purpose. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I, okay, that's it. I'm done. What you mean? Like, done with the argument? Yeah, or done, done with, with the argument. Okay, I'm done with the argument. Relationship, <laughs> I know, because, you know, what, we got too much invested. But argument, you know what? Mm -mm. How do you even return to that then? How do you return to that conversation? You broke my stuff. You broke my stuff? Ultimately, I mean, I would want, you know what I mean, you to come to me and say, hey, you know, I apologize for breaking your stuff, this, that, and the other. Really? But it that's going to do it for you? No. I, yeah. I take keys. I key up your car. All right. Oh, man. I Hold on slash, my you know, whip? I break in your, your windows you, or. You, you scratch my whip? Scratch my whip. Come on. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> or I like, you know, I break your computer or I mess up something that you really like. I'm going to be really upset that because it's stuff, first of all. I mean, I'm, a, like, I'm not a material person in the way like I'm going to put it above our clothes. relationship. But like, I would have to, I would have to have a conversation with, Hey, you know what? If it's like a continuous thing is something that's different, right? With something you did or it's something that you do, you know what I mean? It's two different things there. Mm -hmm. So I would kind of look at it like, okay, if something that you did, let's talk about it. Let's try to figure out, you know what? You broke my laptop or you scratched my car up. I'm like, man, I'm be mad about it, upset about it, but we still got to like figure out how to move beyond it. Cause like, okay, yeah, you did that, but we still got the disagreement. We got to figure out too. Yeah, I think that's a thin line when you start becoming destructive because that's borderline. That's some red flags for abusive behavior. Yeah, I agree. So I think you gotta you gotta kind of watch out for for when that happens. But 
the breaking of the stuff and the cursing, it also makes me wonder, what are your safe words? Like things like, okay, this is, you're about to cross over. You know, this is not, this is not going a good direction. And if you keep, keep at it, it's going to be a problem. Do you, do you have safe words? Do you believe in them? I don't, I mean, I personally don't have safe words. I mean, I pretty, I pretty much pick up on like really the intent of what's being said. Right. Mm -hmm. You can tell me something and they can be like real kind of like nice in one tone and mean in the other. Mm -hmm. And if you say it in the mean tone, it'd be both the exact same phrase. I'm going to pick up on that and be like, okay, safe or no safe. That, that didn't sound right to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to back up. I think I have words that you know how I'm feeling, but I, mm -hmm. it's only really one word and I can say it different ways. So my, my word is all right. You know, I'm like, all right, all right. That's my like, keep, keep it up word yeah. I, I say that to my kids my husband anybody all right okay it's a warning shot for somebody my, yeah, hey, <laughs> that's okay. a warning shot. all right keep, keep going yeah. you're gonna see yeah. what happens and then yeah. that's like when the the script is flipped right you can't push too far i think you don't have maybe a phrase but you have body language yeah i think body language i think a lot of particularly i've observed it with fellas i don't know as many ladies but i'm sure that there are those of us out there that have a lot of body language cues where you will just maybe shut down or mm -hmm. like cross your legs or lean back like i think yours is just you just stop talking now is that fair it's probably not fair but like you know, some people, I'm saying, is that a fair response? Like, uh, I, I think I'm getting into what is aggressive, aggressive behavior and mm -hmm. passive aggressive behavior. Yeah, you, big, you big on those two terms. I am. Yeah. Yeah. What would you consider yourself? Well, I don't consider myself anything. I think you tell me what I am and I didn't really realize that I'm passive aggressive because, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I, something to be maybe bothering me or something. I won't necessarily confront it straight on. Mm -hmm. I'll walk away from it or I just kind of ignore it. But on the inside, I'd be like thinking something different. That's that zero to a hundred. Yeah, like, what? Where did this come right. from? Right. It'd be building up like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is not healthy either. So, and like a lot of times, you know what I mean? I may even like try to like leave the situation, right? Like, you know what? It may be escalating, escalating. And I'll try to like exercise myself and say, okay, you know what? Let me step out of this. Mm -hmm. Which is like, you know what I mean? Cause you can't just run from a, a, a issue that you're having. Yeah. But I think it's a self-defense mechanism and saying, okay, you know what? In order for me to maintain my, my zenness, you I need zen to, yeah, zenness. <laughs> all the yogis need, out there are going to be like, zen it is not zenness. I need to, I need to like remove myself. Okay. Because you know what I mean? You try to like, somebody like me, I try to be on an even keel. You know what I mean? Just like, steady. I want to be level. I want to be steady. Mm -hmm. And if I feel myself kind of like, you know, getting un unsteady, which some, that's normal. Some people, you know, y'all can like rock them wave like this is normal. I, I'm just saying it ain't me. Uh -huh. I don't, you know, I everybody like, different, uh -huh. you know? So for me, rock them waves, like I don't really wide wave like that. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the shadow wave. And I'm, I'm real shallow, you know, just I don't want the big dips. Okay. Okay. So yeah. when it's starting the big dip either down or up, mm -hmm. I may try to like, okay, hold on, let me back out for a second. Yeah. That's fair. I think I'm the aggressive, aggressive person. I'm just like, see, this is my thing. In any argument, I want to talk about it and get it over with ASAP, immediately. So I will address things quickly and directly because I, I don't want to fight for a long time. I, I feel, and for all of you, those of you that are listening that are passive aggressive, you might have another perspective, and I would love for you to contact us and let me know what you are. But for me, passive aggressive is frustrating because it takes a long time to get to things. And then by the time you get to them, 
people like myself are like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, when true. did it that happen? A second. I think it a can take a while, but then the aggressive, aggressive people, we can say things too soon. We yeah. can talk. We can talk. Way okay. too soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So you got that. All right. Okay. All right. I'm talking about the, you know, the people, the right. people Those that's people. listening. That's mm-hmm. listening, not, not, not right. you. Not you. So I think that it's important to also know your partner's style in that, like mm-hmm. to know like, okay, he's starting to kind of be quiet. He's getting to that point. He's getting to that boiling point. She's getting to that boiling point. Right. Um, but it's also for the aggressive aggressive, it can quickly become really uh, abrasive and you have to just be careful when you're, when you are a quick responder, like you can't be, we're not to be quick to anger, but we can be a little um, zealous in trying to get to the conclusion. Yeah. So I want to know what y'all there. think. Get yeah. resolved. Yeah. Like it's an urgent thing. You know it what I mean? It is an urgent but thing. But sometimes issues take a, take a minute. That's the thing. You know, we got to like balance out, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not like a quick, it's not like a quick answer or a quick response. You can mm-hmm. talk about something. But don't mean you're gonna resolve it though, right? Right. That's and oftentimes, true. you know what I mean? People wanna talk about it, talk about it to get a resolution, but the resolution comes with the time and the process. Yeah. So And let me say this, it is best to talk about these things. How do you fight? How do you argue when things are calm? Like, hey, what is your what is your tendency? What is your propensity? Mm-hmm. What is it that you find yourself doing? Like, oh well, I've been told, or know yourself well enough. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I often have to get away. And sometimes that means like physically leaving the house. Because for Tristan, that is not an okay thing. Like, you can't leave the house. That's not fighting fair for you. That's not fighting fair for me. If you leave the house, there's too many places that my mind can go from something bad happening on the the road. Like, there's just, I, my mind will take me there and I'll be not, I'll be worried. And then when you walk back in, I'm upset that I was worried about you because you did something ridiculous and left the house. And then that's going to be a whole other fight that's not even really about the fight. And doesn't that happen? You know, we're fighting about stuff that isn't even the original reason for the fight. So I would just urge you, friends out there listening, um, to talk about how you argue, how you fight when things are calm so that you have a really good understanding of your partner. So you know what they're doing. You know, oh, okay, this is his, this is her safe word. This is, this is his response when he feels like he's becoming overwhelmed or he's being, um, you know, pushed. So I think that that's something, something that, that we need to be on the lookout for as, you know, as partners. So anyway, we want to hear from y'all. So thank you for listening to us today um, and joining us in our conversation. Make sure that you connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, and check out our website for content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.